This is On the Air. For the next hour, Steve Russell and ESPN basketball analyst Mark Wise will hit the hard court as they look back on the week that was and look forward to the week that is in college basketball. Hoop, there it is, courtesy of Silverback Concrete and Titan MRI. It's full court press time. Here are Steve and Mark. Hello and welcome into another edition of Hoop, there it is, our first one on Monday, and they will be on Mondays from here on out. Michael's producing today. Uh, Michael, go ahead and turn Mark's mic on, and we'll get, of course, Mr. Mark Wise here. <laughs> Thank goodness you said that. Well, you would I would have just been in the dark over you here. You would have done it. Uh, <laughs> um, boy, a lot to go over today. Uh, yeah. First of all, uh, the SEC Big 12 Challenge uh, right. certainly lived up to its billing. Um, how about Kentucky? Oof. Yeah, I thought there were two surprises to me. Um, TCU, who I knew is really good. Mike Miles has taken some steps forward in terms. I had their their game at Missouri last year in this same event that went to overtime, and and they're a they're in they're in the Lenardi has them comfortably in right now, but them beating LSU LSU I don't think is a hundred percent. I had them midweek. They played that game against Texas A and M. And they played without Pinson and without Days, and Eason got hurt during the game. So those are your three leading scorers, and they figured out a way to win. And I saw that – I watched a little bit of it uh, the other day, and uh, Eason was back and Days was back. Pinson played some, but, you know, they just they just need to get 100%. And then the Kentucky mm. thing, I mean um, – uh, you know, again, they start figuring things out. They got Ty Ty. They're just simply much better with Ty Ty Washington, period. I don't care who you put him around. I don't care if you play him at the point or the two guard. And I get it. I get Severe Wheeler uh, does some things explosive. Um, he's he's kind of a high-risk, high-reward guy. And then you've got Oscar who just Pac-Man's rebounds. It's just unbelievable. I mean, he... I mean, uh, uh, 10 minutes into the game, you're hearing numbers like, well, he's got eight and eight. 10 minutes in. I mean, there are a lot of ga- guys that would like to have eight and eight. For the night. For 40 <laughs> minutes. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, and, and they're starting to, you know, again, it's a team that, like a lot of teams, have a lot of transfers, new players, and it takes a while for all that to gel. Let's go to Florida. Uh, I mean, look, depending on the day, you have people – saying Mike White is this or Mike White isn't that. It certainly didn't look good. Oklahoma State was shooting lights out. Florida, you know, way behind. But your words, my friend, during the broadcast, it's got to get more chaotic. And that's exactly what happened. And you know what? For the guys that came in to start the second half, you know, Kennedy, I think he what played three minutes, four minutes, right, whatever right. it was. But he did what he was asked to do. Yeah, Lane Lane hadn't played since December twenty second. Yeah, I, I think that was a message. I mean, to the other guys, I don't think there's any question about that. Um, and yes, they made the game more chaotic. There was a there was a couple of things that happened in that game. And so I agree with all that you just said. If you if you're gonna complain about Mike White about this or about that, uh, one thing that I think gets lost is. Everybody kind of says, yeah, they made the tournament last year. Okay, yeah, they won a game last year, and they probably should have won two. Eh, you know. But they did it without their best player. I mean, don't you get bonus points for that? So now they're in the same boat again, not only trying to do it without their best player, but now without his backup. So from that standpoint, I thought um, it was a big win. I thought it was it, it was good that the way that and here's the point that I wanted to make. Less than a minute to go in the first half, Oklahoma State scored to go, I mean, late, I mean, 10 seconds to go, 8 seconds to go. They scored to go up 15. Florida brought the ball up to floor, and, and, and the Cowboys made a bad foul at midcourt on Appleby. So he goes to the free throw line and makes two, leads at 13. Start the second half, it's Florida's possession, Reeves makes a three ball. So before Oklahoma State actually has the ball in a possession, the lead's gone from 15 to 10. Now, to me, there's a big difference when you start a half, whether you're 15 down or 10 down. So it almost immediately got the fight of the game back in the middle of the ring. 
Florida was able to make the game more chaotic. They did so. Oklahoma State had second-half turnovers. They had second-half shooting issues. As a result, Florida made key shots when they needed to, and everybody wants me to know why don't they do that all the time. Okay, well, here's my answer to that. Oklahoma State went to Baylor. Everybody agrees that Baylor's top 10 and really good. Oklahoma State went to Baylor and won. Why doesn't Oklahoma State do that all the time? Or the fact that um, uh, Iowa State, which won at Oklahoma State, the week before went two for 26 at the arc and they got beat whoever they lost. Why Why don't, again, it's just, um, I, I think there's a lot of football-basketball comparisons and I think a lot of it is off track. Football, in my opinion, is easier to be more consistent because the schedule is more consistent. Everything that happens in college football, pro football, for the most part, is on a routine. College basketball is not that way. You might play every third day, every fourth day. You might play like Florida did. And then you've got a smaller window of injuries that really impact how you play the game. So, um, again, how many teams... Do you know what you're going to get night in, night out? There might be 20 in the country right now. Florida's not in that group, and there's about 300 others that are also that in that either. group. Yeah. <laughs> I got a little long-winded there. No. So. If you want to give us a call, Campus USA phone line, 392-8255. Mark, I really was anxious to do this today because of the X and O I want to bring up. Many people have lamented the fact that Okay, Florida has no post presence. Right. Because you don't have Castleton and now Jatobo. Right. So, but if the other team has a post player and Florida does not, how does that affect them? Well, it's a great question because it was, um, I think I mentioned it in the first minute of the broadcast the other day because Oklahoma State has a really good shot blocking, defensive minded uh, guy in the middle. Uh, he, He's listed at 6'11". He looked 7'5 to me. Um, Musa Cisse, the um, uh, defensive player of the year, freshman of the year in the American from Memphis. But that means if you, if you, if you play Florida right now, they play a five-out. They're playing a five-out passing game. There is no post player. They're not posting up anybody. That means he has to guard out on the perimeter. That means that opens up getting to the rim at times. But he also has to guard in Daruji's um, illustration, a three-point shooter, a, a legit three-point shooter. And I think Daruji made a couple the other day. So it's a really hard matchup for Oklahoma State because Florida plays a five-out, and Cissé's not really a throw-it. You, 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 would, you would like to think that you could take advantage of that on the other end. Right, throw it to him. Throw it to him, but he's not a real skilled offensive player at this point in time, so he does a lot of his damage on the board. So... Uh, I thought it was a tough matchup, and so they had to get him out of the game, and it basically basically became a, a game of guards and forwards and, and no big guys. So Oklahoma State made a lot of threes in the first half, I think seven for ten, way above what they averaged per game, and then they came back to the norm. So um, when you have inconsistent shooting and inconsistent guard play, does that sound familiar? Then yeah. you're going to have inconsistent outcomes, not only outcomes but inconsistent from one half to the other all right let's do our questions of the week brought to you by radware designs radware is a family-owned business that prides itself in excellent customer service while providing quality and affordable promotional products and customized apparel you can send questions to hoop there it is show at gmail.com and we got a lot of them mark here we go keith gainesville 25 points swing against oklahoma state was impressive what technical adjustments did Mike White make? Uh, the technical was making the game chaotic. So they went to the press in the second half. They they kind of uh, did some run and jump, which means you just throw a second guy and you go jump at the ball. Oklahoma State, I made this comment, Oklahoma State um, is a connect-the-dot kind of team offensively. They run a lot of, of sets. And Florida disrupted that by making the game chaotic. And so guys were trying to make too many plays in an unpracticed situation one-on-one or just trying to do too much off, off the bounce, and Florida took advantage of that. Jerry and Newberry, you mentioned in your broadcast after Lane blocked his second shot, he brought something missing from the center spot. 
What is it that he brings that's different than Jatobo or Castleton? Uh, I'd have to go back and listen. I don't think that's the exact way I phrase that. Um, he doesn't bring anything that those two guys don't bring. So that's not a fair comparison. And if I said that, I was, I was wrong in that sense. Um, again, he, he, energy. Uh, I think, I don't know this, I didn't talk to Mike White after the game. Um, I think he asked those guys to just bring energy. Now, I will say this. It's hard for me to complain much about what they're asking DeRuji to do. And, and and maybe he was maybe he was tired maybe he was I, it wouldn't ex, it wouldn't uh, surprise me I mean he is asked to do so much for this team right now in their absence so he didn't start and then I forget who didn't who else didn't start so um, I don't know if it was uh, Fleming maybe but uh, anyway the message was sent and it looked to me like it was received. Uh, Sean in Gainesville, <clears throat> when he started Lane Kennedy and Gatcheck in the second half, oh, yeah. why, why did that spark the Gators? Well, I don't know. I mean, if if you knew that, you you, I mean, again, he's trying something. I mean, you have to remember, in order to make the game chaotic, in order to press, you have to make shots. So which came first? Well, again, Florida's first possession, if I remember correctly, was a made three by Reeves in the corner, right right in front of the Florida bench. That allowed them to start making the game chaotic right away. If you miss that shot and you have to go back down on the other end, then who knows? Quincy in Albany, Georgia, I'm assuming, against Tennessee. Gators couldn't score again in the second half, yet had a chance. How and when do you practice what to do in that situation? In the situation of you can't I guess in score. the second half, yeah. Well, every game has a life of its own. So everybody, I think, wants solutions that don't work from one game to the next. So what might work against Oklahoma State, I mean, Tennessee would have no problem going small. I mean, they, 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 they have no problem doing that. They just take out, I mean, Fulkerson can guard a little bit, uh, Plavchik cannot, and that's the reason why he got in trouble, trouble a lot of game, right. reasons why he got in trouble. Um, so from that standpoint, it, it, I, I, everybody wants Florida – to play a certain way, and and you think that that will win every night. Well, the other team, last time I checked, has coaches, scholarship players, skilled players. So why do we say it's all about the matchups in the NCAA tournament, and then we seem to forget that in the regular season? It's true. Uh, Donnie in Jacksonville, <coughs> Gators continue to be a team of halves. First half against Tennessee, the second of OSU, great to your point, what needs to change? How do you suggest White have a consistent effort like this through games? I, I, I'm one, I've am i done a number of games for Florida this year. Effort to me has not been a problem. I mean, they don't shoot the ball consistent, and when you don't shoot the ball consistent, you're going to be inconsistent. I don't know how many times I can say that. Winston and Gainesville, uh, they couldn't finish against Tennessee – do close game losses mean anything when it comes to tourney selection? No, no, nothing. You either, and we're going to discuss this today in the Chuck Talk. Tommy in Gainesville, Gators shot 50% from the floor and forced 12 turnovers, made their free throws. Finally, it all came together. What got them there? It didn't come all together. They were down 13 at half. I mean, I, again, it was a great second half. It was a subpar, I don't, yeah, sometimes... From a from one team's perspective, we never get and we meaning, I think fans, we never give enough credit to the other team. Correct. Oklahoma State made seven threes. They make five and a half threes per game in the Big Twelve. They made more in the first. Was that because Florida had awful defense, or they just made shots? Maybe a little bit of both. And it kind of usually and it is goes that. both ways. Yes, it does. Yes. Alexa in Lake City. She, uh, she, every time you say Alexa, I think, oh, man, there's a machine about to come on. Because I think she sent a message last week, too. Uh, well, the message is, <laughs> enjoys your commentary. Thank you. Uh, where'd you learn to be that ball educated? And can you share with us your basketball upbringing and experience? Wow. How, how many hours do we have? <laughs> um, I was born in Kentucky, like all great hoop junkies um i um 
um, played at a small college in, in Alabama called Walker College. It's not called that anymore. Went to work immediately for Lee Rose and worked for him for eight years, including the 1980 Final Four when we were at Purdue. From there, uh, I went out on my own and, and uh, was a head coach in AD at a small school in Kentucky and then uh, got married and had a kid and got out of coaching, which led us basically to Florida. I went back and was an assistant at Transylvania for a couple of years. To a, I swore I would never be an assistant again, and there was a genuinely nice man that I know, and he asked me to help, and so I said, okay. And then we came to Florida because of Mary, and we've been here ever since. And I've been in broadcasting since 95, I think. So wow. that's kind of my the journey. journey. Yes. Yeah. So I have a coach's eye. I, I see the game. I, I say that. I see the game as a coach sees it. I don't see it as a player sees it. And I'll give you some examples. Dane Bradshaw, who does a wonderful job in the SEC Network, he sees the game as a player sees it. I don't see it that way. And that's not a knock. We just, we're just different, different that perspective. way. Different perspective, yeah. Um, and the other part of the, my upbringing is that I was raised an official son. So my dad officiated in the SEC for a number of years. So I kind of know how that works and know how they think. And I think that uh, allows me, you know, I, we've, I've kidded over the years. We never agreed on that except he would always say, well, what did they call? Well, Dad, it wasn't a foul. Well, what did they call? Well, Dad, it wasn't Goldtink. Well, what did they call? <laughs> so, you know, you couldn't win that one. No, so. not going to win that. Yeah. Uh, which is, lo- goes to the next one. Right, Perfect segue here. Okay. Daryl, uh, the no call foul. In the Tennessee game? Uh, yeah, in the, in the yeah. three. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> refs blew the call but never made good on it. That's <laughs> <laughs> um, like Roy asked me in a broadcast. He said, do officials, um, <laughs> I shouldn't even admit this. Do officials know when one team has seven fouls and the other team has one? And I said, not really. Well, yeah, they do because two things happen. One, the coach who has one foul is, is in their ear the yeah. entire time. And, and two, the officials in this day and age with technology will go in and look at – they'll look at plays at halftime. I mean, they will have some immediate feedback on their own. And I can give you some examples. I'm not going to go there with who did it, but – Yes, I've, I've had an official come up to me at the end of halftime and go, hey, I, I liked your call on this. I appreciate you didn't crush me on this one. Things like that. Okay. Laurel and Hawthorne got check, scored a career high eight, grabbed three boards, blocked three shots. Looks like he's got the potential to be a star. He played smart too. <laughs> Does this 6'9", 170-pounder have what it takes to develop into a complete player? Uh, maybe, but he's not a star. He, he played a starring role the other day, but he's not a star. He's not – I mean, to me, the most impressive thing Gatkeck did the other day was the steal and then the Euro step and the finish yes, at the rim. At the rim. That yes. was really pretty cool. Uh, Dola in Gainesville against OSU. Did Coach White find or stumble on something he was missing? Now could it be a growth spurt with him and the backup roster team. With Gatkeck? He, it just says roster. Um. Well, yeah, I mean, I mean, he's going to be, uh, I would think, Wednesday night, he would be much more likely to look down there and go, okay, Lane, go give me five minutes and see what happens. <laughs> Seton and Gainesville enjoyed your commentary. Will you be on future Gator games? I am actually on Wednesday's game uh, at Missouri, and we're actually there, which is, I, I don't know if that's a good thing or not, because... In Columbia tomorrow night, there's supposed to be a wintry mix and snow on Wednesday. Wintry mix to me is like root canal. Isn't that the root canal of weather? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, wintry mix just sounds bad. It root does. canal just sounds because that, bad. Because that's everything. Yeah. It, yeah. It's, it's snowing. Yeah. Okay. So, um, I and then I go on to Nashville, and who knows if I'll be able to leave Columbia on, or St. Louis. You fly out of St. Louis. But I'm supposed to go on to Nashville, and uh, on the weekend I have LSU at Bandy. Todd and Ocala. Gators are 4-0 against OSU since 93. Seem to have their number. Random or luck? <laughs> absolute random and absolute luck at times. I mean, it's 4-0. It's, it's not a big deal. Those, those teams, I mean, if they played every year in a four-year stretch, I think maybe you could connect the dots, but not when they hadn't played since 15 and before that 2000. Yeah. I mean, we, we, we did some highlight. We did some pictures from the 2000 game. Hall of Famer Eddie Sutton. Hall of Famer one day Billy Donovan. 
Um, the fact that Florida had three future pros on that in that on that roster in that ten man rotation and Mike Miller and Udonis Haslam and Matt Bonner wow. and and Donnell Harvey was actually a pro for a little bit so yeah. there was actually four pros on that roster. Carson, he'll answer your question about the next opponent, Missouri, later. Yeah. Uh, Amar in Gainesville read the Gator team visited Jatobo in the hospital on game day. They had a good visit and vowed to go out Saturday against Oklahoma State and win one for Jay. Bravo to them. How much will his loss for the season affect the rest of the year? Is Castleton coming back soon? I have no idea about Castleton. Um, I know Mike. we talked to Mike White, uh, Roy and I did, with our producer Tom McNeely before the game, and he had told us he had just come from the hospital. And, and sometimes we don't see the humane side of coaches that you deal with. I mean, you are when you're a coach, you're raising that he or she player. And um, whether, you know, fans like to admit that or not. So here's a guy who, who's, you know, first team out on the bubble, big game, SEC Big 12 Challenge, and he starts his day at the hospital visiting Jatobo. I, I just, you know, sometimes we lose sight of that. No question. Um, and then I forget the other part of the... Uh, well, it's Castleton coming back, so you answer. Yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, finally, Grant and Gainesville, the SEC won the SEC uh, Big 12 Challenge 6-4. to four. Does this right. help with rankings or bracketology? None at all. Roy asked me that question on the air. It absolutely does not. Your record doesn't matter. Your conference record doesn't matter. It's all about your resume. And we're going to get into that a little bit. Questions of the week brought to you by Radware Designs. Send your questions to hoop there it is show at gmail.com on the Campus USA phone line. Troy, hello. Hey guys. I got a recruiting question. Uh oh. That might not be their... me. <laughs> okay. Go ahead. Uh, I don't know if Florida had like one person on their staff that's responsible for recruiting players from overseas, or is that a Mike White deal, or how does that work? I, I, my, uh, my sense is, I, I mean, um, um, I forget the guy they had last year who left. Um, uh, 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 I don't know. I, I, I believe that recruiting at, on the Florida staff is a collaborative effort. I, I, if there's been one guy that's been called a recruiting coordinator, I'm not aware of it. So I, I, I think it's a collaborative effort. I do too. So I don't think there is an overseas dude. Yeah. Uh, yeah, okay. That's what I was asking. You know, but I'd be glad to go look at some now. players overseas if they need somebody to go look. Matter of fact, if yeah. any time they want to send me to Italy, I'm okay with it. <laughs> I hear you. Yeah, when Billy Donovan was here, we had some, uh, a lot of good players from overseas to help our team win. They could shoot a basketball and make free throws, and that's what we need now. But I was just curious how much time they actually spend trying to recruit overseas players. I yeah, I don't I – don't, uh, that's a better question for Mike White. Uh, but I will okay. tell you this. I, I know they made free throws the other day, especially yep, when they sure counted. Did. Right. Okay, guys, appreciate it. Enjoy. Yep, thank you. Rick will join us next. Hi, Rick. Yeah, hey, hey Steve. Hey, Mark. Hey, Rick. Uh, Mark, just want to talk a little bit about Auburn. Uh, last year they had Cooper, and uh, yeah. I just thought he was terrific, you know, with right. the ball movement and everything. Um, and of course, he's gone. Why do you think that they made such a leap, you know, from last year to this year? Because they're playing good. And uh, also, one other thing on Pearl, he signed the long term. Yeah. I'm a little bit surprised. Do you think we're going to see him? Is this the real deal of long term Pearl at Auburn for the next, you know, 10 years or something? Just your opinion on that. Well, hang up. Thanks, guys. Yeah, right. okay. So don't let me forget the first part. But okay. um, the Pearl thing, uh, he's 61. I mean, that's the other thing. Um, this gives him kind of a, 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 a lane to retirement, if you will. And for Bruce, I would have to think that his experience at Tennessee, uh, he's kind of been there, done that. So what he's built at Auburn has been fantastic. Now, why are they much better this year than last year? Well, that's a simple one because it's talent. They brought in uh, Wendell Green, the transfer from Eastern Kentucky at the guard line, who has been sensational off the bench. More importantly, they had the NCAA's leading shot blocker in Walker Kessler, uh, who was at North Carolina. As a matter of fact, he averages like four and a half blocks a game, and I think that's better than maybe four or five teams in the league. Uh, and then Jabari Smith, who I I think he's sensational. I, I wouldn't be surprised if he's the number one pick in the draft. He has that kind of 
skill set, 6'9". He, everybody will jump to this. He reminds you of Durant. He reminds you because he's built that way. His shot release is similar. Will he be a Durant? I mean, come on. How many Durants are there? So right. that's yet to be seen. But a tremendous upgrade in uh, talent from la- overall from last year to this year. Um, there have been some people, Mark, and, and look, <clears throat> I don't think anybody's going to dispute that Bruce Pearl gets it. He understands Ooh, promotion. Yeah, yeah. He understands how to galvanize a fan base right. in school. No, right. no question. Yeah. But what he's done in the past, yeah. and even what's happened at Auburn, does, does that not taint anything? I guess it doesn't. Uh, I, again, I don't know all the details. I do know that what happened at Tennessee would be considered kind of peanuts right now. Right I mean, now. He got in trouble at Tennessee because he – he, he was not forthcoming. I mean, that's really, and the NCAA used to really punish you for that. They can't do that n- anymore because why, why cooperate? I mean, why should anybody ever cooperate? Um, so from that standpoint, um, the, the thing at Auburn, you know, they self-impose. They, I'm not a believer in self-imposed penalties. I, I've said that all along, but they did that last year, and, you know, that, that mess is behind them now. But to go to, I know his name was really hot when the Chris Mack thing happened last week at Louisville. But, you know, is Louisville um, a better situation than Auburn? Maybe if when Bruce was 41, it might be. But Louisville is going to require some major rebuilding. Well, he doesn't have to worry about that right now. No, I mean, certainly from a pedigree standpoint, yeah, Louisville. I mean, but. Yeah, I mean they got the support. They've got some finances, but guess what? Auburn's got finances too. Obviously, obviously. <laughs> uh, play of the week brought to you by South State Bank at South State Bank. We understand that small businesses need a community business partner they can rely on. With four convenient Alachua County locations, South State Bank banking forward member FDIC Play of the Week. Charlie Moore guard for Miami with one point eight to go. Uh, Miami had the ball at uh, midcourt. And with a score tied at Virginia Tech, and he took one dribble from midcourt, nothing but bottom, play of the week, Charlie Moore from Miami. And Miami wins. And Miami won. We'll take a break, come back. Much more to come. Hoop, there it is, ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. You want to have a good time, want to hit up the bars. It's time to hit the town, it's time to jump in the car. So come to Celebration Point and drop in the keys. And when it's time to close, you'll beg another song, please. Order a drink and order a meal. Live entertainment here to wrap up the deal. The Keys Grill and Piano Bar in Celebration Point. Open Monday through Saturday until midnight and open until 3 p.m. for brunch on Sunday. And now dueling piano shows are back on Fridays and Saturdays from 8 p.m. to midnight. Only at the Keys Grill and Piano Bar in Celebration Point. Pomodoro Cafe invites you to tour Italy right in our dining room. Create your own adventure and explore all that our delicious, authentic Italian food has to offer. At Pomodoro's, you get BOGOs for takeout every day, complimentary bottles of wine when dining in for two, and other daily specials that simply cannot be beat. Come experience Italy for yourself without ever leaving town. PomodoroCafe.com, bringing hearty Italian cuisine to Gainesville since 1991. Life is full of steps. We learn to take small steps and big steps. We take steps toward adventure to discover what's next. At South State, helping you take each step is what inspires us to keep moving forward so you can keep enjoying what's next in your life. This is banking at its best. This is banking forward. Hi, I'm the one they call James Bates, but my real name is Batesy. When I was your age, we never worried about being lit or glowing up or steez or anything like that. Uh-uh. Only thing we ever cared about was being freaking radical. I mean, high-key rad AF. And TBH, that's what I look for when I need t-shirts, pens, cups, and koozies, and the like. I go to RadwareDesigns.com. If you're not using Radware Designs for your t-shirts, pens, cups, and koozies, then your stuff is probably sus. Like basic, and that's no cap. All lowercase. RadwareDesigns.com. You might know that State Farm agent Ruz Agra has great service. He's your good neighbor after all, but did you know that State Farm has surprisingly good rates too? 
Yep, that's right. Along with good neighbor service, State Farm agent Ruz Agra has surprisingly great rates for everyone in Gainesville and North Central Florida. So call State Farm agent Ruz Agra at 352-240-1779 for your surprisingly great rates today. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Individual premiums will vary by customer. All applicants subject to State Farm underwriting requirements. Everybody out there listening has a great understanding of sports, and that means we all know that injuries are inevitable, and they can sometimes cause lots of stress in our lives. So that's why Titan MRI wants to make the process of finding out what's wrong as easy as possible. Their entire mindset is helping you get better, and they'll even have your scan read same day. Located right in the heart of Gainesville off of Newberry Road, access is awesome. No long walks from a parking garage, you can just walk right in and smile, knowing that Joe and the crew at Titan MRI are going to get you all fixed up. And now more Hoop There It Is with Steve Russell and Mark Wines right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF and online at WRUF.com. Superback Concrete knows you only have one chance to make a building that holds up to the highest standards and that's why they're the number one choice. You stand on it, we stand by it. Silverback Concrete's got your back. Welcome back to Hoop. There it is alongside Mark Wise. I'm Steve Russell. You can call us on the Campus USA phone line, like some people have done, 392-8255. But in the meantime, we will roll on. Sub of the week, Mark. And sub of the week brought to you by Jersey Mike's. Jersey Mike's, a sub above. What do you got? Well, I'm going to go back to the Kentucky-Kansas game because Jacob Toppin comes off the bench and he gets 11 in that game. And Jacob Toppin, who, of course, is the younger brother of Obi Toppin, who went played at Dayton and now plays for the Knicks, right? Still does. Mm-hmm. Um, I, he would start on 95% of the teams in the country. He's got great hops. He's got a high IQ. I just love the kid. Uh, so my sub of the week is Jacob Toppin. All right, let's do Chalk Talk, one of the things I really like to do with you. Brought to you by Meldon Law, the only official injury law partner of the Florida Gators. Meldon Law, we won't back down. What do you got? Well, let's go to the quadrants because uh, I can talk my way through this. So I want to explain a couple of things about the quadrants that maybe you know, maybe you don't know. But let's define quadrant one and quadrant two. So if you play somebody at home, and you get a win, they have to be, in order for it to be a quad one win, they have to be ranked in the net, 1 through 30, neutral site, 1 through 50, or in a way, 1 through 75. Why is this good in my estimation? It's because it puts a quantitative value on what's the worst possible quad one win at home versus the worst possible quad one win on the road. What, is, what am I talking about? So what that means is they are equating that if you beat the 30th ranked team in the net at home, that's the equivalent of beating the 75th best team on the road, which is correct. It's harder to win. You ought to be credited more. So that's why when the committee says, who did you play, who did you beat, where did you beat them, you get more leeway, more bang for your buck in a road win. So I put quad two up here because this is important to Florida's resume. So the home is 31 through 75. The neutral is 51 through 100. The away is 76 through 135. The Maryland loss, which has been over here in quad three for most of the season, but Maryland's played better late. Maryland's net ranking right now today at this moment is 100 so they that is now a quadrant two loss so if you're a florida fan you also want to be a maryland fan and you need them to keep winning now the same is true with texas southern because as i look today they were 170 something and they need to get below 160 so they've got it that's a little bit further gap but in in terms of your resume uh, in terms of florida's resume their quad one win is a neutral site win against Ohio State. Ohio State's ranked 19th in the net, so that's why that figures as a quad one. The Gators are 3-2 and two in quad two, and those three wins are um, Mississippi State, South Carolina, and Oklahoma State from the other day. Mm-hmm. So now Florida wants South Carolina to keep winning. There right. is a chance if Flor- if South Carolina could get in the top 75, that game becomes a quad one win. So that's kind of how the 
quads work from a overall perspective and how they might impact a certain team. With that, in all because now every week you're hoping right yeah, that right. something else that something good happens. When you go to schedule, Mark, and, and make your non conference schedule, right? Do thing I mean you never know what they're gonna be, obviously, when you schedule, but doesn't that factor in we wanna schedule difficult because we want to get rewarded for right. our schedule, right. but yet you got to balance it as well, don't you? It, no question, because uh, you lose too many games, you won't be in the tournament <laughs> anyway. Right. I don't exactly. care what quad you're in, That's okay, right. what your net ranking is. <laughs> so, right. yes, I think that what's really important in the non-conference is to make sure you're scheduling in the middle of the quads. In other words, I don't want – I've, I've said this publicly. I've thought the last four or five years Florida's been overscheduled in the non-conference too many quad one games but you can schedule quad twos and quad threes i think you have to avoid quad four meaning you can have one or two but you can't have eight of them right uh right now florida help you. i don't know what theirs is in quad four six and one okay well you wouldn't figure texas southern when you schedule that game so it it, it becomes tricky you want to schedule somebody from a smaller conference in a bye game that is not a quad four, but there's no guarantee on that. Yeah. So All that right. requires a lot of research. That's exactly. Correct. So people just think, oh, well, yeah, yeah, no, no, no. schedule. No. no, 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 no. There's there's something to that. Take a break. Come back. Much more to come. Hoop. There it is. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. Silverback Concrete is a family-led team of heavy concrete specialists that builds commercial structures for contractors who expect unrivaled quality, including the head ball coach's restaurant, Spurrier's Gridiron Grill. You only have one chance to make a building that holds up to the highest standards through all kinds of weather. Visit silverbackconcrete.co to see why they're the number one choice in the southeast. You stand on it, we stand by it. Silverback Concrete's got your back. Can't find the new car or truck you want? No worries. Introducing Your Way Express Ordering from Davis Gainesville Chevrolet. Now get your new Chevy in your color with your options. All it takes is a quick visit to Davis Gainesville Chevrolet or a few clicks at GainesvilleChevy.com. Shopping pre-owned? We've got them. All the most popular models plus certified pre-owned Chevys with six-year, 100,000-mile warranties. So don't compromise. Get the newer pre-owned Chevy you want the way you want it. Now at Davis Gainesville Chevrolet North Main Street and at GainesvilleChevy.com. Where in Gainesville do you go for family fun? Dave & Buster's in Celebration Point, where they have the latest and greatest games, ultimate sports viewing, extraordinary food, and remarkable drinks. Plus, Dave & Buster's is the perfect place to watch all the Gator games. With more space, more screen, and food that leaves your taste buds feeling victorious and our gigantic screens, you're going to feel like a champion no matter how your team does. Dave & Buster's, eat and play, located in Celebration Point. Hi, I'm Coach Steve Spurrier, and I am a member of the Campus USA Credit Union. The Gator Nation has been counting on Campus USA Credit Union for over 80 years. Campus supports the Gators and our community. Campus membership is open to all UF students, faculty, staff, and alumni. Come see why over 100,000 members, like me, count on Campus USA Credit Union. So put some star power to work in your financial life. Visit CampusCU.com and join today. This is Florida Gator Jeff Cardozo, and if you want free tickets to any UF sporting event, there is only one place to score them. Meldon Law is the only official personal injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators, and they're giving away tickets to all the games. Just go to MeldonLaw.com or visit the Meldon Law Facebook page to enter for your chance to see a game down where the old Gators play. So if you bleed orange and blue, Meldon Law is the firm for you. At Jersey Mike's. We take great satisfaction in getting that perfect meat slice. Yes. <clears throat> but we don't do it for fun. We do it for fresh. Because slice to order makes a sub above. Alone, chicken, onions, peppers, and cheese have potential. Together, they have a purpose, a destiny, and a name. Jersey Mike's number 16 chicken Philly. Because grilled to order makes a sub above. Hoop, there it is, with Steve Russell and Mark Wise continues right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. 
At Titan MRI, you'll visit the only locally owned and operated MRI imaging center in town. Call them up and start feeling better today. That's TitanMRI.com. Welcome back to Hoop. There it is. You want to give us a call on the Campus USA phone line, 392-8255. Otherwise, we will continue. Coach of the Week, brought to you by Dave & Buster's, where everyone's a winner. Dave & Buster's Eat, Play, located in Celebration Point. You know, in so many lower conferences, you have to play so many bye games. Uh, And so it's really up to what you do in league play. And then you take a school like FAMU, who has moved um, from the from the conference they were in into the into the SWAC now, and all of a sudden, FAMU's won six straight games, and they are atop the the Southwestern Athletic Conference East Division. Robert McCullum, former assistant to Lon Kruger, coaches at FAMU. He's my coach of the week. Hmm. Yeah, they were in the MEAC. Now they're in, in the, the SWAC. Yeah, yeah. Um, Several okay. schools have made that. The MEAC is is dwindled. Yeah, but the SWAC's got twelve teams in it now. Yeah, there, there's, I mean, very quietly, there's been some conference. Oh yeah, movement. That'll there. be a summertime discussion. Yeah, uh, basketball top four brought to you by the Keys Grill and Piano Bar, authentic fresh seafood restaurant, and with Gainesville's hottest dueling piano shows every Thursday, Friday, and Saturday nights. Top four. Well, Auburn Gonzaga. Yep. <laughs> Hard and to... then, and then the discussion starts. <laughs> Yep. I'm going to put three this week, uh, UCLA. They had a midweek win over Arizona. Um, you know, they, they've had a big-time COVID interruption. Uh, and now I think Johnny Juzang has been, is now out on COVID, so that might impact them. So I've got UCLA three. And then when you win at Fog, the way Kentucky won at Fog, uh, I'm putting the Wildcats at number four. They're that good. Um, has there been a team to you, and this is – hard top of your head and I apologize but that you th- can think of man they've overachieved and a team you think man I thought they're going to be better than that can you think of one I, I'm not trying to put you Ooh, on the spot we, uh, Memphis <clears throat> is the underachieving underachiever yeah, yeah um, the overachieving um, I, Iowa State okay I mean they won two games all of last year yeah two yeah two all of last year and I don't uh, I can bring it up uh, they just beat Oklahoma State, and then in the Big 12 Challenge, they beat uh, Missouri at home. But Iowa State, um, you know, winning two games last year, and right now um, they are at 16-5. and five. Wow. I think that overachieves. 16-5. and five. I think that qualifies. T.J. Otzelberger, who will be the coach of the year in the Big 12. Baller of the Week, brought to you by Pomodoro Cafe, serving Gainesville Italian cuisine since 1991. Pomodoro, home of the Bogo Takeout Pizza, seven days a week. You know, uh, when um, sometimes when in, in best pictures up for an Oscar kind of get lost in the shuffle, I kind of feel like that's where Johnny Davis is for Wisconsin right now. I mean, he is having a sensational year. So... You know, at home, you, you, you want to make sure you see all the movies up for so you can make your own evaluation. Yeah. Well, I'm suggesting to people, make sure you watch Wisconsin and Johnny Davis. Outstanding. Averaging over 21 points a game. Will probably be player of the year in the Big Ten unless it's Ivy from Purdue. But, you know, for all the talk, and, and I'm guilty of this too, for all the talk we did about the SEC and the Big 12, the Big Ten numbers are right there. Yeah. <laughs> so... <laughs> there is a third conference in that conversation. Nope. Nobody wants to admit that in the SEC or the Big 12, but there is. No question. But top to bottom, top to bottom, the Big 12 is the best conference. Okay. Top to bottom. I get you. Take a break. Come back. Much more to come as we do our hoop. There it is for this Monday, ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. This is Florida Gator Jeff Cardozo, and if you want free tickets to any UF sporting event, there is only one place to score them. Meldon Law is the only official personal injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators, and they're giving away tickets to all the games. Just go to MeldonLaw.com or visit the Meldon Law Facebook page to enter for your chance to see a game down where the old Gators play. So if you bleed orange and blue, Meldon Law is the firm for you. You want to have a good time, want to hit up the bars. It's time to hit the town, it's 
time to jump in the car So come to celebration point and drop in the keys And when it's time to close you'll beg another song please Order a drink and order a meal Live entertainment here to wrap up the deal The Keys Grill and Piano Bar in Celebration Point Open Monday through Saturday until midnight And open until 3pm for brunch on Sunday And now dueling piano shows are back on Fridays and Saturdays from 8pm to midnight Only at the Keys Grill and Piano Bar in Celebration Point Life is full of steps. We learn to take small steps and big steps. We take steps toward adventure to discover what's next. At South State, helping you take each step is what inspires us to keep moving forward. So you can keep enjoying what's next in your life. This is banking at its best. This is banking forward. Hi, I'm the one they call James Bates, but my real name is Batesy. When I was your age, we never worried about being lit or glowing up or steez or anything like that. Uh-uh. Only thing we ever cared about was being freaking radical. I mean, high-key rad AF. And TBH, that's what I look for when I need t-shirts, pens, cups, and koozies, and the like. I go to RadWearDesigns.com. If you're not using Radwear Designs for your t-shirts, pens, cups, and koozies, then your stuff is probably sus. Like basic, and that's no cap. All lowercase. RadWearDesigns.com. Pomodoro Cafe invites you to tour Italy right in our dining room. Create your own adventure and explore all that our delicious, authentic Italian food has to offer. At Pomodoro's, you get BOGOs for takeout every day, complimentary bottles of wine when dining in for two, and other daily specials that simply cannot be beat. Come experience Italy for yourself without ever leaving town. PomodoroCafe.com, bringing hearty Italian cuisine to Gainesville since 1991. Everybody out there listening has a great understanding of sports, and that means we all know that injuries are inevitable, and they can sometimes cause lots of stress in our lives. So that's why Titan MRI wants to make the process of finding out what's wrong as easy as possible. Their entire mindset is helping you get better, and they'll even have your scan read same day. Located right in the heart of Gainesville off of Newberry Road, access is awesome. No long walks from a parking garage. You can just walk right in and smile, knowing that Joe and the crew at Titan MRI are going to get you all fixed up. And now more... Hoop, there it is, with Steve Russell and Mark Wise, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. Silverback Concrete is a family-led team of heavy concrete specialists that build commercial structures with unrivaled quality. Welcome back to Hoop, there it is. Now for our Team of the Week. Brought to you by Ruzagra State Farm Insurance. State Farm agent Ruzagra is your go-to agent in Gainesville and North Central Florida for the service you deserve at the price you want. Team of the week, Mark. You, uh, I think, would know that Liberty has kind of ruled the A-Sun the last three or four years, and they're getting out of the A-Sun. They're one of those teams that is moving to another conference. But Jacksonville State just went to Liberty and waxed Liberty pretty good. That's 10 in a row now for Jacksonville State. They are atop the A-Sun, haven't been beat in the league. I actually saw, when I was visiting grandkids in Alabama, I actually saw the Jacksonville State game uh, at Alabama, and they gave Bama all kinds of fits. So team of the week, Jacksonville State, led by Ray Harper. Ray Harper used to be the head coach at Western Kentucky. Okay. And games to watch, brought to you by Davis Chevrolet, your premier North Central Florida dealer of Chevrolet, Mazda, and Cadillac. How's the week look? Well, let's start with tonight, TCU at Oklahoma. That's a tough ask. You're, you're playing Saturday in that Big 12 SEC, and then these two teams are going to turn around. Uh, watch TCU. They're, they're an interesting watch. Tuesday night, it's Alabama and Auburn. I mean, my goodness, what that, that place will be jumping, okay? <laughs> yeah. Um, Wednesday night, Wisconsin. I talked about Johnny Davis there at Illinois, so that's a battle atop the Big Ten. Thursday night, UCLA at Arizona. They've had to fit in the other game, so this is the rematch already. Friday night, uh, out of the power conferences, St. Bonaventure and Richmond, a good matchup in the A-10. And then Saturday, pick your, po- just pick your poison, Iowa State at Texas or Kentucky at Alabama. Hmm. A good list of games. Um, we talked about this off air, Alabama. Yeah. Really up and down. Well, um, they've had inconsistent, a little bit different. They've had inconsistent point guard play. Let me put it this way. 
They've had inconsistent decision-making play. So whoever's had the ball, some nights they just uh, make really horrible decisions, which impacts their three-point shooting. On the flip side of that, and and I, I know that Nate Oates has publicly said that he's disappointed with his team's effort and energy on the defensive end, there's also no Herb Jones, and there is no replacing Herb Jones. He also had an older wing defender in John Petty. So they're smaller at, in the backcourt, not as good defensively, and have been inconsistent with how they played offense. As a consequence, they've had inconsistent incomes. When they're right, they're really right. But, you know, I, we, Roy and I had the Missouri uh, win when, when they came up there and just basically said to Missouri, Here, we're going to start 14 to nothing. Just go. Wow. Uh, we'll take a break, come back. Speaking of Missouri, we will get you ready for that matchup. Mark will take a look at Missouri and tell you what to expect, perhaps, in that game. Stay with us. Hoop, there it is, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Where in Gainesville do you go for family fun? Dave & Buster's in Celebration Point, where they have the latest and greatest games, ultimate sports viewing, extraordinary food, and remarkable drinks. Plus, Dave & Buster's is the perfect place to watch all the Gator games. With more space, more screen, and food that leaves your taste buds feeling victorious at our gigantic screens, you're going to feel like a champion no matter how your team does. Dave & Buster's, eat and play, located in Celebration Point. Silverback Concrete is a family-led team of heavy concrete specialists that builds commercial structures for contractors who expect unrivaled quality, including the head ball coach's restaurant, Spurrier's Gridiron Grill. You only have one chance to make a building that holds up to the highest standards through all kinds of weather. Visit silverbackconcrete.co to see why they're the number one choice in the southeast. You stand on it, we stand by it. Silverback Concrete's got your back. You might know that State Farm Agent Ruse Agra has great service. He's your good neighbor after all, but did you know that State Farm has surprisingly good rates too? Yep, that's right. Along with good neighbor service, State Farm Agent Ruse Agra has surprisingly great rates for everyone in Gainesville and North Central Florida. So call State Farm Agent Ruse Agra at 352-240-1779 for your surprisingly great rates today. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Individual premiums will vary by customer. All applicants subject to State Farm underwriting requirements. At Jersey Mike's, we take great satisfaction in getting that perfect meat slice. Yes. <clears throat> but we don't do it for fun. We do it for fresh. Because slice to order makes a sub above. Alone, chicken, onions, peppers, and cheese have potential. Together, they have a purpose, a destiny, and a name. Jersey Mike's number 16 Chicken Philly, because grilled to order makes a sub above. Can't find the new car or truck you want? No worries. Introducing Your Way Express Ordering from Davis Gainesville Chevrolet. Now get your new Chevy in your color with your options. All it takes is a quick visit to Davis Gainesville Chevrolet or a few clicks at GainesvilleChevy.com. Shopping pre-owned? We've got them. All the most popular models plus certified pre-owned Chevys with six-year, 100,000-mile warranties. So don't compromise. Get the newer pre-owned Chevy you want the way you want it. Now at Davis Gainesville Chevrolet North Main Street and at Gainesville. Chevy.com. Hi, I'm Coach Steve Spurrier, and I am a member of the Campus USA Credit Union. The Gator Nation has been counting on Campus USA Credit Union for over 80 years. Campus supports the Gators and our community. Campus membership is open to all UF students, faculty, staff, and alumni. Come see why over 100,000 members, like me, count on Campus USA Credit Union. So put some star power to work in your financial life. Visit CampusCU.com and join today. Hoop, there it is, with Steve Russell and Mark Wise continues right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. At Titan MRI, no insurance is no problem, and Titan MRI has same-day scheduling available. Call them up and start feeling better today. That's TitanMRI.com. All right. Mark, let's uh, wrap things up today because uh, we have a Missouri team 
that uh, Florida is looking to play. So tell me about them. Well, Missouri is led in scoring by Kobe Brown, one of the more underrated players in the league. He is much like Deruji is asked to do a lot. He's six foot eight, so he's basically their four and five combination. So they'll play basically four guards around him. So from Florida perspective, they will not get overwhelmed from size. They might be from a little bit of a girth issue, but uh, it's not a matchup where you know they're going to throw it in to somebody block to block. Um, Missouri struggles shooting the ball, and that's being kind. Uh, Florida also can struggle shooting the ball, and that's being kind. Uh, everything tells me in this day and age uh, of college hoops that this is going to be a one-possession game with two minutes to go. Hmm. Um, so there's a Conzo Martin coach team. So they're going to get after you defensively, mostly man-to-man. Um, they, they, they're kind of point guard by committee. We know what that means. Um, so from that standpoint, they have, they've had a different player step up in different ways in their best wins. And the problem with that is they just haven't had that consistently. Um, whether you're talking about Amari Davis or Boogie Coleman or, um, um, uh, uh, Ronnie DeGray. So, um, but I don't think that's a whole lot different than what Florida's gotten from McKissick Fleming. Uh, Jones, um, Felder, you know. So, again, I, I, I see it as a, a great matchup. And, and and Wednesday will mark the halfway mark of league play. Wow. It'll be everybody, either Tuesday or Wednesday, when you play this week, you're playing your ninth league game, with the exception of Mississippi State and Missouri, because, or I may have that wrong. I think it was Missouri. Mississippi State, Missouri was the game that was canceled. So they've got that yet to make up. But basically, this is the halfway part. Martin's been at uh, Missouri a while. Yeah. Um, and I think it's fair to say a little up and down. With yeah, him. they just went to the tournament last year with yeah. an older group, and he lost some guys because of graduation, lost some guys because of the transfer portal. And, um, you know, they're not as talented as they were a year ago. Uh, let, let me also it, – it, let's assume for the moment that Castleton is not back for a while. Right. We don't know, but let's just assume that for right. the moment. Right. What adjustments does Florida make on both ends without him? Well, I think they've already done it. They've gone to more of a passing game uh, instead of sets uh, with the big guy involved, uh, less ball screen action. They still will do some, but passing game means all five guys pass and screen, pass and move. But – you know, really, they only have one shot creator, and that's Appleby. Um, and so they have to kind of manufacture shots. And the other part is they're going to have to let it fly at the arc. Now, we showed this in a graphic. There's no different. Missouri knows this as well. Since Castleton's been out, Florida's averaging 33-point attempts per game. And they just have to – I don't see any other way for them to score. Can they, can they do a little bit more in terms of, of – cuts and screens going to the basket yeah and and i think they will incorporate more of that but guess what missouri knows that too okay that is going to do it for our hoop there it is for today uh my thanks to my buddy mark watch for doing it don't forget he's got florida and missouri in the cold of columbia oh man wintry uh, mix <laughs> root canal <laughs> the root canal of weather uh sports scene is next espn 98.1 fm 850 am wrf Gainesville, U251CG, Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. When the head ball coach needed concrete work done for Spurrier's Gridiron Grill, he went with the crew you can trust to get the job done right. Silverback Concrete. Silverback Concrete is a family-led team of heavy concrete specialists that builds commercial structures for contractors across the Southeast. Through time-tested know-how, exacting standards, and rugged workmanship, Silverback Concrete never misses the chance to make a building that holds up to the highest standards through all kinds of weather, precision, grit, safety, and speed. Silverback Concrete. 
From river to ridge, swamp to coast, Silverback Concrete is your full-service concrete contractor that can get the job done right no matter the terrain. Visit silverbackconcrete.co to learn more. That's silverbackconcrete.co. You stand on it, we stand by it. Silverback Concrete's got your back. Visit silverbackconcrete.co today. Silverbackconcrete.co. We thank you for listening to Hoop. There it is with Steve Russell and ESPN's Mark Wise. Hoop, there it is. A service of Silverback Concrete and Titan MRI is available for you via podcast at WRUF.com and on the WRUF radio app. Hoop, there it is. Paid for by Weeby Marketing and produced by ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. The home of the Florida Gators. WRUF Gainesville, U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. If you suffer from chronic joint pain, don't assume that steroid shots, pain pills, and surgery are your only options. You can now get real, lasting, life-changing relief from QC Kinetics. QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in using biologic therapies to repair damaged tissue in your aching joints. The success rate is staggering. People with knee, back, shoulder, and hip pain, they're moving again, enjoying life again with help from QC Kinetics. This advanced, unique treatment protocol uses natural biologic agents, mostly from your own body. These powerful, highly concentrated growth factors are put directly into your affected joint, going to work to soothe the inflammation and restore damaged tissue, a truly regenerative treatment. No surgery, no drugs, no downtime. Finally, a new, different, highly successful approach to dealing with joint pain. Isn't it time you got a second opinion? Call QC Kinetics now for your free consultation, 352-400-4550. Now with offices in Ocala and the villages, 352-400-4550.